Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. Why am I the only one with my shirt off? Is a live, skinny, hairless, young gay man. To give his daughter some dog shit stuffed bunny that could be found at 199 in the Valentine's Isle of CBS. Is there a more intimidating thing you could do than urinate on someone's car? Hello and welcome. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com. It's a special one today. It's the draft stravaganza episode. A lot of you guys, and I won't call you losers. I mean, maybe I will. A lot of you guys get really, really excited for the NFL draft. You really, like you have a team like the Dolphins, like a couple of you guys probably like the Dolphins or the Redskins, and you're really fucking excited to see who they're going to draft and what they're going to do. And so you're going to sit home and watch the, and the NFL knows this. So they put the draft on, they make it four days long because they know you are going to watch ESPN to hear Chris Berman talk about your team and who they take. And it's really just, it's almost like masturbation, except there's no payoff. Um, but that's your thing. Our thing is to make fun of stuff like that. And that's why today we're doing a little bit of a special episode, kind of going off the board. A lot of the stuff you're, that you're used to hearing here, you're not going to hear. Um, fancy sauce everybody's favorite fancy sauce is unfortunately unavailable for today's show. So you're going to have to deal with some other voices or enjoy some other voices as I do. Cause we have some special guests today. Um, and let's just get right to it I, here. Here. Let me just give you the breakdown of how it's going to go. We have a few special guests in addition to the regular voices you hear here. And we're just going to do our own style draft um, and I'll explain it more as we go along, but l- let's first get to the participants. Um, this guy, you know, he's a published author, former wall street bond trader, ballerlifestyle.com contributing editor, Marilyn Terp, Washington Redskins apologist, and the co-host of this show. It's Ed Daly. Ed, how's it going? What's up, Brian? Hey. Good to have you. Uh, also, this guy you know. you I know you know this guy from his local crushed rock commercials in the greater Phoenix area. <laughs> you, you know him from scenes in Lifetime movies with L.D. Phillips, Meadow Soprano, hey girl, and Gina Gershon, of whom I'm a tremendous fan. Oh. Huge fan. 
you, you know him from his odd yet hilarious episode of Blind Date. And if you're like me, you know him from Jason's Beefs on YouTube. They call him Mr. Automatic. Of course, we're talking about Jason Stewart. Jason, how's it going? Brian, thanks for having me back. The, um, the last time I was on this podcast, I, I spent, what, an hour breaking down the finale of The Bachelor, which I, I, I'm not horribly proud of because I was way too into that. But uh, I, I'm glad that you've had me back and joining this particular crew. I'm looking forward to this next uh, hour plus. It's going to be awesome. No, I really, really appreciate you being here. And speaking of that, Jason... The Bachelorette's about to kick off. Andy Dorfman. We've already had a competitor killed from The Bachelorette, so this could be this could yeah. be a season worth watching. Now, I'm more – I got sort of into The Bachelor. I was sort of forced to watch it, but our Bachelor correspondent, Fancy Sauce, is going to be sort of out of pocket for most of the season of the, Bachelors, the Bachelorette, so you and I might have to reconvene. Okay. We'll get Ed Daly to watch it. Ed, because you're fired up for The Bachelorette, right? Well, I did, I did enjoy that girl, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, you she's, like her. She's, she's the attractive one. The problem right? is there's only one of her, and then if you, it's kind of like porno. If you get to look at her too long, yeah. you start to see her flaws. When there's 20 of them, there's somebody new every minute. But yeah. but, but true or false, they're killing bachelors off. Yeah, there's, so. there's one bachelor that's been killed. They're but, literally killing them off. Yes, awesome. yes. Well, he died in a paragliding accident, so that was that's not as tragic as you might think. I mean, he died in a paragliding accident. Thoughts and prayers. Somebody's chomping at the bit, and we're, we're digressing here. Lastly, here's a guy with a personality so big it almost matches his sheer mass. <laughs> you know him from the 18-second goodbye. You know him from the way he creepily describes food. He says Joe Blanton's name more times every week than Mrs. Blanton. You know him probably best of all as my dutiful radio sidekick every Friday at 1030 Pacific time on Yahoo Sports Radio. Of course, I'm talking about the iconic and inimitable Travis Rogers. Travis, how you doing? Why am I the only one with my shirt off? <laughs> it's, it's we said it's a shirt. You know the shirt to come off. Well, mine's already off, and you guys are sitting around just shirt shirted, yeah. and I'm shirtless. Yeah. This is I'm pantsless. I, mean, I, I feel like I've been lured into some dark corner with uh, I'm in this weird apartment and we're up here and it, everything feels yeah, awkward to yeah. me. It is strange. It is strange that Travis was the one that was against the shirtless. Yeah. And then we, we all said, okay, we'll do we'll do the podcast. Travis is against it, so we'll both come with shirts on. Yeah. This is the only guy in the room with a shirt on. And and I was telling Brian earlier that there's a disturbing minority on Twitter that is is very fascinated with the shirtless thing. Like, hey, man, if you guys do it, you better do it shirtless, shirtless right? Yeah. Hey, you guys are going to be shirtless, <laughs> you, right? I'm well, not Brian, sure what to think about those guys. You, you called this, me a bear the other day, and I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Right. We, we were discussing the different – I wanted to know at one point on the show, which you clearly don't listen to, <laughs> one point on the show, I, we were discussing homosexual types – Okay. We were talking about oh, because there's a there's a gay producer in Hollywood that no. forces people <laughs> that forces yeah. people to sex him. Okay. And young young boys. Cast, wait, there's a casting couch in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, for men. Well, for young boys. Men, women, anybody. And so this this director, he sexes young boys. He's into twinks. And a twink, as you well know, is a, <laughs> is a live. Skinny, hairless, young yeah. gay man. If you say so. And me, while I'm ha- hair, I'm hairless. I'm smooth. 
You know that. I'm smooth. We've shared a hotel room. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of hair on my body. I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. And I. So I. I'm. But I'm not a twink because I'm not young. I'm not skinny. You know, I'm a stocky guy. I'm, I got some something to me. Stocky. I think in the gay parlance, I'm just a straight. Okay. Like, um, because gays, the number one goal you can have as a gay man, the greatest thing you can do as a gay man. Is turn a straight man gay. I don't but know that's, must, if that's true. I think it is. There true. must be there must be an in between between twink and bear. We need to find <laughs> out. There has to be something in yeah. between. There, there like, ha- I, I might be like uh, a, a barbell or something. There <laughs> yeah. has to be another name. Wow. You 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 would be uh, yeah, Ed. You would be something in between as well because you're you're similar to me. You're what, definitely not a twink. What makes me a bear? Just body hair. Big. Well, I'm a, yeah. big, big, big body hair is the. It, yeah. are, those are the two check checklists. Only two points. things you need. Guess I'm a bear. Yeah, big. I'm okay with that. By the way, yeah, I'm okay with that. You're definitely a bear. Bear is a cool Oso. name. It's a cool Oso. name. <laughs> El Oso Travis. <laughs> right. All right, guys. So the format of this show is a little different. We're gonna forego the typical shenanigans that we do here in favor of a draft-style roundtable discussion in which each round is a different topic. So basically, I introduce a topic. We take turns in an order that has been randomly selected, and we go in rounds, and each round, each of us picks a different draft pick to correspond to that topic. That's pretty simple, right? I gotcha. So first, the the first drafter today on the board, J- Jason. You're looking at me like you might have a question. I, you know, it's not that I have a question. I'd, I'd like to go off topic just for a what second. What would Jason so that, be if if you're a straight? He's and a, bear. a bear. I think he's a bear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of hair. Actually, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's kind of sporadic yeah. pockets of hair on the back, so it's very repulsive. <laughs> yeah. <He's, laughs> and and with all with all the moles, I, I look like a burnt tortilla with a lot of hair. <laughs> I think you, I think you I qualify as a KG female yeah. right there. You qualify as a KG bear. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but before we get into this, and, and you know, we're going to deliver the listeners with a lot of comedic uh, topics and content. But I do need to say this: it's debatable. Yeah. On, on your uh, topic of people that take the draft too seriously and the NFL oh, and everything shit. else, oh my You're god, one of those guys. Um, You're probably a Ram. I'm fan. not one of those guys at all. Yeah, okay. In fact, I could not be less of one of those guys. Good. But, I took the boy to see a movie called Draft Day. Your son. Okay, so yeah. has anybody in this podcast seen a Draft Day? No, but I no. but I read two reviews on it okay. that that both to a man said it might be the worst okay. movie made in the history and, of Hollywood. And that's true. Okay, so <laughs> I I went in I went into this. You know, my boy, he is like he loves football. He loves sports. Yeah. Anything sports, he's in, yeah. he, and he loves it. And he's never he's never not loved a movie just because as long as he's got a tub of popcorn. Yeah. And I know sure. Travis. This is another thing we can get into too. Travis, Travis hates, hates popcorn, popcorn yeah. which is weird. What? Yeah. But Popcorn's he, so good. And anything that entails two hours of eating popcorn, my son is in. Yeah. So a lot I, of butter. I took him to see Draft Day, thinking, man, it's a sports movie, and we can both kind of enjoy it. Yeah. I went in thinking it was going to be awful, and I, it did not. Right. Good awful or just awful? No, no, no. It was. You know what? It kind of. By the end of the movie, it went into the um, the portion of good awful, yeah. and that at some point we're going to be able to make fun of this. Halfway through the movie, you can see Kevin Costner um, think through his head as he's walking through his lines. Um, I am a pawn 
in a two-hour commercial for the NFL draft. Right. So Roger Twenty-five years ago, I was making my own movie. Yeah, I was winning an Academy Award. Right, right. I have many zeros behind my name and my bank but account. Now he's got to do. What and he's now do. I'm a freaking pawn in yeah. a commercial for the NFL. Yeah. This was an NFL-sanctioned movie. Yeah. that was Roger Goodell's in it. I, I feel like yeah. he kind of bought that role with that mustache and American Flyers. I, I feel like whatever happens to him after <laughs> yeah. that, he kind of deserves. Right. That's, I mean, I understand that's, there's full Durham, there's Field of Dreams. That's either his high point or There's all these things. Yeah. There, but that mustache in American Flyers was really curious. Yeah, yeah. It's a little weird. Ed, have you seen that movie? You see a lot of movies. Sure. American Flyers. And that mustache didn't just that. exist. It turned. It had a, a turning mustache element to it. <laughs> once, the, once the mustache takes a right angle... We got problems. Do, do you think it was like Magnum, where Magnum was stashed up, but he would juice his stash during the seasons? Juice how? So it would look exactly the same. They would they would outfit him with a fake stash. He was taking his, PDs on mustache. Yeah. Tom Selleck was working yes, his, his mustache. Yes, his his stash was often. Juice. Wait a minute, are you saying he did something like he put shoe polish on his mustache? No, no. They, <laughs> they would outfit him with a fake mustache just in case he was in different stages of growth throughout the season of filming. They wanted it to look uniform. I feel like part of his job, though, when you're getting ready to shoot the yeah, season of Magnum, have, get that thing that in stash. bloom, go through spring training, yeah, get your rest, get it ready to go. And then, by the the time, then by you the know, time the season starts and you're in, in Higgins and TC and uh, everybody's Higgins, there, yeah. then the, the stash is ready. Orville Wright? Let's, right. let's not forget Rick. That right. guy had a deal, right? Right, right. I like but you know whose mustache never whose mustache never wavered was TC. That oh, yeah, mustache, yeah. you could set your watch to his mustache. Yeah, yeah. He was a pilot. They were Rick, all in NAM together. Can we, can we go full Rick was a twink. He, oh, he absolutely was a twink. Yeah, but if you Higgins. if you landed on the island and you needed an eight ball or a couple Rick. whores, you'd call Rick. He ran the club, yeah. you know, hung out yeah. with Ice Pick. He'd yeah. get you some information. Had, and if had, you murdered if you murdered the hooker, TC would be the guy to give you the yeah. to the main. <laughs> he'd go drop he'd go drop her in the ocean for you. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. That movie's got to be terrible. I've only read reviews. I'll never oh see it. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I would encourage our listeners to go see it for the very purpose that Travis just said. It by the end of the movie, you're laughing at how bad it is because they're taking themselves very serious. So, anyways, draft day is a train wreck. While it's in the theaters, maybe you want to pay to go make fun of it. Uh, yeah. That's that's the only thing I want to leave you with. Two, two thumbs down, two moles down from Jason. Perfect. All right, first topic. Let's get. We keep digressing. We got a lot of loquacious gentlemen here. As always, I need to be the voice of reason. I need <laughs> to keep this thing on focus. And here we go. We're we're gonna start off first round, first topic. It's it's action heroes. Everybody in this conversation is a father. I think we can all agree that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Round one, choose a fictional action hero to babysit your children, and on the floor, at the podium, at the dais, is Jason Stewart, your selection. Wow. Um, first of all, getting the first pick here means a lot to me, because I know a lot of you guys had this already. <laughs> so as soon as I pick it, there's going to be a lot of guys being like, man, i got to come up with a backup. Uh-oh. Um, so choose a fictional character action hero. To babysit your kids. Um, do you all remember Barb Wire? Oh, 
Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson. Okay, so her big last cans, big her cans. Last, last name was Wire. It's amazing. Yeah, but, uh, Barb and Wire went together. What are the, what odds? Are the odds? Yeah, yeah. She also had a barbed wire tattoo. Oh, of course. Yeah, and uh, you know, thinking back fifteen to twenty years, the uh, gist of that whole movie was that she was an owner of a strip club who eventually saves the world, and so. Who better to watch your children than an owner of a strip club who can save the world? And I'm Great gonna, point. Great I'm gonna, point. I'm gonna choose to forgive her for allowing a child to drown in her backyard during a party. It was a pretty good party. That was yeah. at Tommy Lee's house. That's true. Yeah. So was, was he driving a boat? <laughs> oh, no. He's, yeah. he's good at driving a boat. If, if, if you're going through a resume and she happens to put that a child died on her watch... Right. I can forgive that because of the fake cans. Yes. And I, I will say this, that once we go out on my boat and she's, you know, as, as our boating, uh, you know, boating language indicates, she's under the deck with my kids. She can put them to sleep. And uh, while I'm driving my boat up, up top, yeah. you know. Yes, yes. Just like Tommy Lee, at that point, you're a lot like Tommy the Lee. The real fun starts. So right. Barb Wire, Barb Wire, not, yeah, excellent selection. Uh, Barb Wire goes to Jason with the first pick in the first round. Uh, second pick in the first round, fictional action hero to babysit Travis Rogers. Many, many. Some would say an excessive amount of children. Three children, <laughs> too many. There's too many. only so many resources. With the, in the same world. person, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He's, Why is he having kids? Right. Three kids with one right. person. He's no Antonio Cromartie. Uh, what are you going to do? In a lot of ways, Travis. Found somebody to like me. Travis, the floor is yours. A fictional action hero to babysit your children. Go. Well, this this guy's fairly mainstream, and I, you know, I'm not Jason. I like Jason's pick a lot because it's a little bit off the grid. I don't know if a lot of people would immediately think barbed wire for action hero, and I like that pick a lot. My guy's yeah. more, yeah. you know, he's front of mind action hero. I'm going to go John Rambo. <sighs> Great okay. Pick. Yeah. Great. I'm great. Gonna, pick. I'm gonna go Excellent. Rambo and here's why. <clears throat> because one, those kids are gonna be clean. The, yeah. the way that he yes. learned in the jail yes. with the fire hose. <laughs> yeah. like they, 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 when those kids go to when they go to bed, they're deloused. They're going to be yes. clean. Yes. Okay. They're gonna be very clean. If anything should happen inside or around the house, those kids are gonna be safe. Yeah. John Rambo oh, yeah. will defend yes. my children for sure. He's very loyal. Yeah. Like as, as we've seen him go into Afghanistan yeah. and return to Vietnam. If if you if if something happened to one of those children and I needed John to yes. avenge them, he, he'd go get John him. is yeah. gonna go get him. Very quiet. Yeah. I like that. That's the best part. That's, I, like I was that. waiting John, for that. John, John's not gonna say, say much. much. John's gonna show up, he's gonna nod, he's gonna go yeah. sit on that couch and wait until you come home. And when it's over, you're going to pay him. And I feel like he'd be cheap. I feel like yeah, he'd work for a low fee. Wouldn't charge much. Yeah. I feel like he'd work for a low fee. Plus, if Brian Dennehy comes around, you know it's good. Yeah. Like, he's not getting in. I, I like that a lot. And <laughs> I, I think about this. Like, everybody's worst nightmare as a parent is if you're away and something happens to your child. And somebody gets hurt or somebody gets cut and something happens, Rambo's going to fix it in the home. Like, he's, he's, yeah. that's going to save you a lot on your deductible at the ER. That's true. And, and when we're talking, look, at economics, it's tough times, and you got to make sure that you're saving a few bucks. So if your kid gets cut or he does something, right. John's going to sew that shut. Yeah. That saves you money on the insurance premiums. I like that a lot. And the second you get home, he's out the door. He's, he's a bit of a he drifter. Just, he's yeah, going to go out He might be sleeping quick. in the yard, but you don't know. You're, and, he, he could get in your crawl space. Look, as long as you give him his space, right. he's going to give you yours. My, you don't need to do anything. My only, my only concern with John Rambo, who I think is an excellent pick, I expected him to go higher. I think yeah. he got value there. Yeah. Uh, 
my only concern with him would be all the hair grease. He's going to sit on your couch. He might lean back. You're, there's going to be a lot of stains involved. He's going he's to give the soul glow, glow a stain. Yeah, there could be a soul glow issue there. But other than that, excellent pick, Travis. John Rambo goes second in the first round, which brings us to Ed Daly, your selection, fictional action hero to babysit your children. Army Ranger Cameron Poe from Con Air. <laughs> yes, yes, wow. he wasn't exactly present during his the initial key years of his daughter's life. Yeah. He always but loved my him. God, he was a determined dad. He fought off Cyrus the virus. That's true, John Malkovich, to give his daughter some dog shit stuffed bunny that could be found at one ninety nine in the Valentine's aisle of CVS. Yeah. <laughs> now. You and I would just let that thing drop. Once it got covered in blood, we'd just let it drop. Just go get another one. The fucking determination on this motherfucker. Like, he he fought hard for a $1.99 CBS bunny. (laughs) And that was for his daughter. And you got to think, if he's watching your kid, pretty good. And I don't – I'm not up to date on prison wages, but like Travis said, like – I think he works on the cheap because he doesn't know what the going rate is. No, so been, you don't have to pay fifteen an hour. No, he's been you locked could up. Probably pay like three forty five an hour, and he's he's gonna watch the fuck out of your kids. Flat rate or per kid? Who who's who's doing that? That it's it's flat rate, right? Well, you're getting ten or flat, twelve or whatever rate. it is. It doesn't really matter how many flat people rate. there are. Flat Good. rate. You're a, you're you're a hero, Travis, for talking about working on the cheap because that's that's what we're working for as parents. We want safety, but for the most part, we want people working on the cheap. Damn right. Cameron Poe, also a very greasy haired in his in his case. Super greasy. Plugs. Up. Yeah. Plugged those up. are big. Those are big plugs. He did. Did he not? Forgive me. I think that was the transition plug year. Did, yeah. <laughs> that, his ha- his hair got okay after that, but that was like full plugs. Yeah. Like he looked like Jeff Van Gundy on the '96 Knicks when he was coaching. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, that was a, that was an early er, early plug time for him, and and well before they had perfected or gotten close to perfecting plug technology. He's an early victim for sure. Uh, but an excellent pick. I, you want a guy that can land a seven thirty seven on the Vegas Strip, like he. If that's he can, how I judge my my babysitters. Right. That's the first question. <laughs> Have you ever landed a seven thirty seven on Sahara Avenue? If not, exactly. GTFO. Okay, that brings it to me. Fictional action here to babysit my children, and I'm not sure anybody thought of this guy. I feel like I, I got a lot of sleeper value here. I might be taking him too high. You let me know. I like American Ninja Michael Dudikoff. Mm, wow. Mm. He rides a motorcycle. His name's Dudikoff. He's like, <laughs> he's like an eighth-degree black belt. He really, really fancied himself a star. That was the only, only franchise he ever got. He was an unlikely hero and i feel like he has something to prove so anybody comes into my house he's gonna kill him he's gonna make a show of it because he's michael dudikoff and people have forgotten about him seagal took all his thunder seagal comes in you know michael dudikoff's a legit can i can i tell a eighth quick degree black belt steven seagal story you know him buddy no, no i don't oh. know him but he I was on jason you might remember was was seagal on the show when you were there or was that before you got there before I got there. Steven Seagal came in and Jim asked him a question, something along the lines of, do you play sports? Or no, do, do you watch sports? Right. And he said, he goes, I don't, I don't watch sports. I play sports. 
delivered with (laughs) maximum seriousness. It was beautiful. And then he was like a good 75 pounds overweight when he said it. There was was a great story of, I think, Howard Stern, they talked about it. I think it might have been Jamie Presley. Somebody went into his trailer on a movie set and said uh, they they saw Steven Seagal crying and – they asked if everything was all right, and he goes, I just read the most beautiful script I've ever read. And they said, who wrote it? And he goes, I did. <laughs> uh, all right. Excellent first round. Jason going deep to grab us barbed wire, a, a, a female solid, going first solid. overall. Unbelievable. Just, I was the only one who chose a female in this group. What yeah, the hell is that all Unbelievable. About? Not a lot of female action heroes. Uh, Travis with, I, I would say, the chalk. John Rambo, an excellent pick. A lot of value there. You're not going to have any problem with him. Cameron Poe, out of nowhere, was was really, really surprised to see him in there as it was only a one-movie deal that he did. But <laughs> Uh, yeah, him and his plugs, Cameron Poe is going to protect Ed's kids. And then me, yeah, I might have taken him a little too high, but American Ninja, Michael Dudikoff, how he his agent didn't rename him, I will never understand. Did you draft for need or for best available? Best available. Okay, obviously. good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. So how is he with his hand in the dirt? Dude? Oh, yeah, he's he's got a great hip swivel. It's like a, that's a question for Pam Anderson. Eight, he's an edge rusher. He's yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Yeah. He needs to play in space. He comes off the edge. Excellent first round. Time to get into the second round, and as the order rotates, the first pick goes to Travis. And this one, we're going historical. I'm looking for you to choose a pre-Civil War politician to compete in punt, pass, and kick. Go, Travis. Well, uh, this, this this one was one that gave me it's a tough. little bit of trouble it's because I, you know, I I'm a political science major. I don't know if you know that about me. Wow. So I, I had to yes. break out some deep, deep uh, easy along education. with sociology, probably the easiest major in college. Well, there's no on. wrong answer. You just yeah, as long right. as the blue book's full, it's that's a B right. plus. You just keep writing. Blue keep book's full. Writing. That's a B plus. Yes. That's yeah. fine. So I'm thinking punt, class, and kick is about what? It's about being strong. Yeah. It's about being big. Yeah. It's about being one of those guys that's just not going to say no. Remember young Andy right. Reid? Right. Oh, yeah. Being hungry. Yeah. Hungry. Yeah. Hungry. Hungry. Yeah. Hungry. Yeah. hungry. So I started thinking about this, and I started thinking about. What was taking place pre-Civil War? And this was the antebellum years of the American economy. Wow. And this was wow. when America was transitioning from an agrarian economy yes. to a manufacturing yes, economy. that's right. The so Industrial we, Revolution. Right. So we mm-hmm. were going Dude, away. somebody has been on Wikipedia yes. recently. So yeah. we were going away from the farm and yes. towards wow. the city. Yet, the South was in trouble. Oh, yes. The South yeah. was... Reformation. The, the South was seeing what was coming. Yes. So we're talking pre-Civil War, but yeah. they see, you know, they see what's coming down right. the road. Right. So they're thinking... What's coming? So they're still on the farm, which means they're out working, which means they're out working hard. So you got to go southern at this point. City boys are soft. Yeah, that's okay, true. So you that's get, true. So you got to go that's country, true. which yeah. means you got to go below the Mason Dixon line. Yes. Okay. That's so I'm true. thinking, who cares the most about their sports? Texans. Yes. That's Te- Texans really yes. truly care about yes. their sports. So I'm thinking states' rights. They they wow. really really like to be about their deal. The like Republic of Texas. That's did right. You, did you know they used to be their own country? I've heard they that. Mentioned, they mentioned yeah, that. They, they, might never, they never say that, do they? Also, no. I don't know if you know this. No state income tax. Yeah, they mentioned that. Yeah, they like yeah. jokes about freeways. Yes, never yeah. quite got those, but yeah. they like those. <laughs> so I'm thinking that, and this brings me to the answer to this question. 
I'm going to take Sam Houston. Whoa. Wow. I'm going to take Governor Sam, Sam Hold Houston. Hold on a second. There's a major city in Texas named Houston. Yes. And then you said Sam Houston. Are they correlated? Yes. yes. Oh. Also, a, a very femi 80s wrestler called Sam Houston. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Sam Houston, courtesy of Wikipedia, as Jason mentioned. Yeah. Sam Houston was six foot six. Well, that's a big guy. Okay, wow. so yeah, that's I, a big I like guy. his chances. Yeah. He's six foot six. He lived to be 70 years old. Pre, Back then, pre in, that, in that era, that's that's like yeah. double the average. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Damn yep. right. Mm-hmm. So he's 70 years old, which means he was mean as shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. he was mean Southern yeah. Texan. Yeah. Means that he, and he, put it to you this way, no one else was going to beat him. No. No one else no. from maybe. He wouldn't allow that. No, yeah. no, no, no. So I'm you, going Sam Houston. I like Sam Houston. Po- yeah. You poly side the fuck out of that answer. Yeah, that was really, like, I feel like I I. I actually, because it was easy, I actually minored in political science, and now I feel like I majored in it. That was re- that was really a lesson that he gave us. A minor a clinic. In a state that was school. a fucking clinic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a minor in a state school means sixth grade education in uh, college. How dare you? Eighth grade. Uh, okay, with the with the with the first pick in the second round, Travis Rogers selects. Sam Houston as his pre-Civil War politician to compete in punt, pass, and kick. Mm-hmm. With the second pick, same category, selection goes to Ed Daly. Ed, who do you like? I'm going to go with number one, George Washington. In his, in his favor. Number one is right. In his favor, he's six, two and a half. Yeah. Based on that cherry tree story, he's got... He's got solid upper body strength. You don't you don't chop down a cherry tree without having solid strength. And then have you ever seen guys missing teeth? Like have you ever hired a mover? Yes. And they're missing teeth. Like those guys can move marble and granite with no help. True. Those are those are solid fucking like super like missing teeth strength. He's the guy. That gives you that gives you extra it's like super hum- it's it's like superhuman strength, missing teeth. Exactly, exactly. If you hire a guy moving your apartment or house without teeth, he's the guy. Now, Ed, I mean, I know this guy is treated like a, you know, he's literally treated like a godlike, godlike figure. You know, they wanted him to be king. If you go to D.C. and you look, you know, you look up in, in the White House, it's ha- called or, Washington know, the Capitol, and and you see, he's treated godlike. I mean. I just don't know if he quite has the accuracy to pull off the pass category. I, I, I will find fault oh, in your wow, decision wow. just because of that. I, I don't know if he quite has the, the How about when he fucking crossed the Delaware? Was that not a pass? He was it standing was, on was, the front of the boat the whole time. It was a crossing. He literally path. passed the Delaware. <laughs> how, yeah. How about, how about uh, when he kicked Cornwallis's ass at the Battle of Trent? Trenton. Was that not a punt? He wanted Cornwallis' ass back to England. I get, the, yeah. I get the sense that you really like Cornwallis. Like that's a, that's your go-to revolutionary war. See, I, you guys. The, the question was pre-Civil War. You guys, are, I know. I know that technically the revolution is pre-Civil War. Yes, I understand. But I, no, I feel like pre-Civil War means right before the Civil War. No, it doesn't mean that. Uh, okay. It means any time before the Civil War. So I could have picked Charlemagne. Yeah, you could have picked Napoleon. <laughs> okay. Oh, I guess yeah. he was Civil War time. Charlemagne. Genghis Khan. You could have. You could have. Genghis Khan was a baller. Yeah. He had a hat with horns. You could have picked JC. Yeah. And no one Jesus was a bigger Christ. politician easy. than oh, JC. Easy, easy. This isn't that kind of show. Oh, okay. Buddy. Move on. Move on. Who's next? That kind of talk. Uh, 
it's to me, my pre-Civil War politician, I feel like this guy does not get his due. He was the seventh president of the United States. He was nicknamed Old Hickory because he was a hard motherfucker. <laughs> and I feel like also he would be like Old Hickory and point to his dick. <laughs> wow. Of course, I'm talking about Andrew Jackson, who murdered people, killed people in duels. Also, Aaron Burr killed a whole Lots. bunch of Indians. Yeah, was he tolerant of minorities? They had the land. Right. Let's, he, ask, let's ask the poli sci major. Was Andrew Jackson tolerant of minorities? He was not. Less than others. Yes. He, also, was, he was the opposite of tolerant. Also, <laughs> at one point, he was the military governor of Florida, the most lawless land in all the world. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like anybody, I feel like the whole rest of the competition would be completely intimidated once they saw old hickory step up there with his buckled loafer to boot one down the field i like old hickory andrew jackson it's a good pick brian i i just saw a picture i googled him i saw a sash around his waist now Whoa. if he were if he He's were come early, back from the dead and kick your ass if you were an early 20th century female abstract painter okay <laughs> then i would say that sash is apropos abstract painter. but like andrew jackson my God! I, I I don't feel like did he it. have did he have a sword? Yes, yeah, that that's probably a scabbard. <laughs> yeah. No, he was like Woody from Toy Story. He had the holster <laughs> but no gun. Woody he had nothing. Mascot. He yeah. just had a, a sash. <laughs> uh, Woody was a little well. Well, <laughs> luckily you take quarrel with my pick, Ed, of Andrew Jackson, the 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 least feminine man, definitely not a twink or a bear. And I, I'm guessing not too tolerant of homosexuals in his time. I, I mean, anybody? the way he treated the Native Americans. <laughs> I wonder, but... The, was he the one that passed out the blankets? I, I don't know. I think that was uh, James K. Polk. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, the guy landed himself on a $20 bill for being the most intolerant yes, president of right, our, right. our we, nation's we history. We still celebrate him every time and we big, go to the liquor store. $20 bill is the most usable bill. You oh, yeah. get him an ATM, yes. you spend it yes. at 7-Eleven. So Andrew Jackson yes. is a part of our lives every day, and he's the most intolerant individual in the history of the country. I agree. Yes. Agreed. Absolutely. Okay, Ed, the... It's, oh, no, it's Jason's turn. Mm-hmm. We're going to Jason now with the last pick of the second round. Jason, tell me, who is your choice of pre-Civil War politician to compete in punt, pass, and kick? I can't believe this guy's fallen to me. I, I'm I'm the GM right now that's wow. like, wow. You're Kevin Costner. Yeah, this is like, are you kidding me? These guys haven't chosen this guy. Um, first of all, it's clever that you put pre-Civil War, you know, this restriction on this category because – there's just so many post-Civil War politicians that fit in this category. Yes. So I, you made the challenge Nixon. for us. Yeah. Gerald and, Ford. And by, yeah. By, Michigan. Pol- by politician, you mean <clears throat> president. Because, I mean... I mean, I don't, but yeah. I don't, I don't know if anybody is familiar with the House representative of the 17th District of Pennsylvania in 1905. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing it's basically <laughs> pre-Civil War presidents. And I chose one of my favorite guys. And... Uh, yeah, I can't believe he's fallen this far. Uh, John Tyler was wow, the Tyler. he was the tenth president. Yeah. He's number ten. Yeah, um, he's so, Tippy Canoe and Tyler too. Right? He, wow, that's John, good knowledge. John right? Tyler has a living grandson. That was a non right. major. He used to get yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah, John Tyler, as I Wikipedia, um, he was a tenth president of the United States. You but he also, that. Yeah. but he also caught he also <laughs> caught 
One of the most famous touchdowns in Super Bowl history. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me set the, just let me set the stage here. Joe, Joe Montana needs to go. He needs to go 93 yards. In, uh, in 1989, he needs to go 93 yards. He looked up at the... Uh, at the crowd, and he noticed John Candy. His entire team was, hey guys, there's John was inspired no by the fear fact in his that, eyes. Look, our leader no doesn't give a shit about this drive. Like, like you could Candy. miss John Candy, by the yeah. way. So uh, I, I think he was saying John Candy is eating milk duds and doing coke in the second <laughs> yeah. row, and he should die in the yeah. next 15 years. Milk duds are a little chewy. Yeah. Wow. So, Not my favorite. Uh, it's amazing to me that, that no one has taken this pick at four. Uh, John Tyler caught... The, that slant Solid. pattern to beat the Bengals in 1989. Right. I, I'm guessing if he was skillful enough and athletic enough to catch that pass, uh, he should be the best punt, pass, and kick uh, person available. <laughs> Would solid. you agree? I, solid. I, yeah, I think. I think Jay wins round two. Jason yeah. might have yeah. stolen <laughs> round two with his selection I mean, of tenth president of the United States. <laughs> I never yeah. thought of the Super Bowl implications of our president. Right, Super Bowl. <laughs> that was a fucking walk. He, he walked with John that. Tyler. Excellent, excellent choice, Jason. We move to round three. Round three. So this, this one's a little different because there's 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 an obvious answer. We're looking here. For a professional athlete playing active or retired, you feel that has the highest likelihood of being arrested during a vice squad raid of gay bathhouses. Jerry Rice is off the board for obvious reasons. <laughs> for- he was just getting his neck worked out. He was, he was really tense. He was very tight. And he just wanted to go in there and get a little rub, like on his neck. Right. Why he are you making a, it weird? He had a knot that he had to work out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he he also did a, a star turn on Dancing with the Stars in which he wore a sequin vest without a shirt. Quick Jerry Rice story. Yeah. So we're doing the television show one day. And we're in the middle of a take, and it's going fine, and it's not a big deal. You're, you're, excuse me, you're in the middle of a what? A, a take. Oh, right. Well, take. You know, like, you, yeah. What's this, a take? Well, this Industry kind of take, jargon. Right. Okay. So this yeah. kind of take is different than having weak or strong takes. So as it's going on, Jerry Rice decides that it's in the middle It's in the middle of the segment, and it's not even going badly. There's no, like, snafu. He doesn't say anything weird. Like, nothing out of the ordinary happens. And he just stops, and we're, we're rolling this, you know, live tape. That we're going to go on the air in about 20 minutes, and so we're trying to get this done before the live show starts. And he goes, can we stop? And everybody kind of looks at him, and the director goes, yeah, sure, we, we, we can stop. What's, what's going on, Jerry? And Jerry looks at him and says, can I get some lotion? <laughs> and, 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 and we kind of like, sure, Jerry, we can get you some lotion. And so the makeup artist comes out and gives him a little squeeze and he, he just lotions his legs. <laughs> his legs? His legs. Like he, like he pulls up his, his, his pant legs. What? His trousers and about, you know, mid-shin and what? just lotions the lotion. I don't understand. Lotions up. What do you mean? He rubs lotion you... all over the bottom portion of his legs and like takes his time. Like he's not in a hurry at all. Like he's really rubbing it in and he's just rubbing and rubbing and rubbing and it's in. He goes, okay, I'm ready. And we finished, we went back and finished the, the, the take. So he can't talk. 
without lotion. He was dry. Yeah. But he's dry. So the he best part lotion. is he has he has no problem looking people in the eyes after he just got lotioned on his face. Yeah. No he, problem whatsoever. He like, lotioned totally normal. while people observed him. He was dry. He lo- he lo- I don't know what you don't understand. His, his, his lower shin and ankle area was dry, so he lotioned and we finished the, the segment. Okay, like I said. For, I get, like I said, I get distracted easily. For, for, for obvious reasons. I felt that that story was appropriate. Jerry, Jerry Rice is, <laughs> Super not, appropriate. is not on the board in terms of for, for this selection of the professional athlete you feel has the highest likelihood of being arrested during a vice raid of gay bathhouses. Ed, the selection is yours. Why Who do, do you... those places need to be raided, by the way? <laughs> Can't they just live their life? Hey. I don't My God, the there's somebody getting a hand job in here. We got to get the fuck out of here. That's the thing. What they always say, the oldest occupation in the world is prostitution. Why, why do we care? But that's not even yeah. prostitution. They're just two guys enjoying each other's This company. is, you guys. It's, right. this, it's, just, it's just the handshake. This it's isn't Tavis Smiley. I mean, I feel like we're not on NPR, okay? Let's, we, we could take the political big picture discussion somewhere else. All right. I need to know which professional athlete, active or retired, may get caught. You you feel has a good likelihood to be caught in a gay bathhouse. The floor right. is yours, Ed. First pick of the right. third round. I'm going retired and retired like he might he might be a Hall of Famer at this point, but I'm going Charles Haley. Oh, whoa. And I don't want to throw stones based on a pronounced lisp. But <laughs> but I'm going to go with the fact that he was known for routine, routinely luring teammates and coaches to walk in on him jerking off. Yeah. Fact. He, and including Bill Clinton. I think when he met the president, he, he jerked off in front of the president. Like, wow. he he. Fully wants guys to walk in on his hog. Has the president? Did Clinton? Was he ever aware of any kind of jerking off or anything sexual? That must have been awkward. For but, us. Yeah. Much like my burrito and sandwich situation, Clinton was probably like, "You into this?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hey, Charles! <laughs> hey, Charles! Charles. Hey, Charles. <laughs> you, you into that sort of thing?" That's the worst Bill Clinton ever. <laughs> that was the single worst Bill Clinton I've ever. <laughs> Excellent pick, Charles Haley. Often would uh, would urinate on his teammates' cars as a form of intimidation. Also, I believe he, I believe did he not win five Super Bowls in a row? Yes, I think he did because he went from Cowboys to Niners. Yeah. He 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 should be in the Hall of Fame, and he should definitely be in the Hall of Fame of degenerates, gay bathhouse. Is he still alive? By the way. Is I there a more might. intimidating thing you could do than urinate on someone's car? No. Yeah. Okay. No. So I'm looking right now at a book on Brian Beckner. We're in the Beth Bachelor pad, the famous yeah. Bachelor yeah. pad. Ba- the bachelor. Bachelor Lifestyle World Headquarters. Yeah. Um, and it's a, fasc- lifestyle. It's a yeah. fascinating you place, know by the way. Yeah. 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 And just in front of the girls uh, dancing on the stripper poles yeah. in the Bachelor pad is a book called Showtime by Jeff Perlman. And uh, Jeff Perlman, trust me, I'm getting to a point. Jeff Perlman came on uh, the Jim Rome show once, and he told a story about Charles Haley just to support uh, this pick. And uh, his comment was, Jeff Perlman, I'm saying, 
that Charles would be in a, a meeting, you know, a defensive meeting. And he'd be like, hey, man, hey, hey, hey. He'd call one of his teammates and he'd be like, hey, check this out. Larry Brown, look at this. Look, look at this. And Larry Brown would, would look back over his shoulder I feel like Larry and quote, quote, this is the key word, stretched across <laughs> the desk, and stretched across the desk in front of Charles Haley was his penis. He would just show guys his cock in the middle of a defensive meeting. Wow. And I think the, the key word there, the functional word is stretched. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. sitting at a table with so, three Some guys. of us don't have to stretch yeah. to get our dick across a desk. Action verbs. Yeah. 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 Imagine being able to stretch your limp penis across a desk in a defensive meeting. None of us could yeah. plan that. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's a great yeah. pick. Excellent pick. I have to agree. I'm also going from the world of the NFL. It's my selection. <clears throat> Excuse me. And But my guy's active. And he's so active that every time you see him interviewed, he's rocking an ascot under his shirt. Oh, no. He plays tight end for the San Diego Chargers. Chargers. He didn't play college football, which is a little odd. He's a bigger dude. He's got a deal, definitely. I like Antonio Gates to be eventually found in a downtown gas lamp district bathhouse. Why? Well, here's uh, the thing about Antonio Gates. Did I mention the ascot? Yeah, he, oh. the ascot is, I believe you described it on my show at one point, it's bi-curious. Yeah, he has a bi-curious ascot. Yeah. Red flag. It's a red flag, It's one of those things that makes you, you know, just kind of say, hey, what's what's up with the ascot? It's, <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's, an, it's a conversation starter. Yes. Because, you know, Junior Seau's not going to wear an ascot. No. Dan Fouts is not going to wear an ascot. Philip Rivers. No, Philip yeah. Rivers, Jack Muncy, yeah. Kellen Winslow, yeah. they're not going to wear an ascot. Jadine Tomlinson. <laughs> yeah, so... When he shows up, Natron means. Yes. Okay, no, no, Natron. not Natron. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> not him. Nope, nope. No. West, by the way, West Chandler, why did Daniel LaRusso have on a West Chandler jersey when he got kicked, his ass kicked by the Cobra Kai? Very curious. <laughs> and he, he, he wore the belt and suspenders because he wore the shower <laughs> costume <laughs> when he already had a West Chandler costume on. <laughs> right, exactly. That's a belt and suspenders. What the fuck? There's Charlie Joyner, there's John Jefferson, there's Kellen Winslow. He goes with West Chandler? What is up that with that? That is a little but he already had a costume, and then he went shower. Right, like one costume, buddy. Yeah, like but... it's hard enough for all of us to come up with costumes. He's going coming up with two in his freshman year in high school. Well, unless like, the don't cost- fuck yourself. Unless the costume was Wes Chandler taking a shower. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would he have shower in his jersey? <laughs> but it begs the question: Does Wes Chandler take showers in his own jersey? <laughs> By uh, the way, Allie with an eye. Big, oh big, yeah, big yeah. Wow. Before she got in shape, she oh. was a little zoptic. Oh, zoptic! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I dug her. Hey, I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. into that Elizabeth big Shoe. Fan. No, hold on big, a second, big fan. Ed, I know you have something to say here, but Elizabeth Shoe and what's the other '80s star that I always say is just like your wife? Oh, uh, whoa, uh, whoa, Caroline whoa. in the city. Then, Caroline in the city. Who's Leah, Leah Thompson? Leah Thompson slash Elizabeth Shoe. It uh, if if you know, I've got the, a type. Some of the listeners right now listening. I, I would feel like they're not the same type. If, if you're wondering, like, what kind of a, a woman is, is yeah, Travis' yeah. wife? What does she look like? What, who has captivated Travis for the last 20 years? Think of an Elizabeth Shue and Leah Thompson, Leah Thompson hybrid. 
And then she wow. just goes to work on the CrossFit. And wow. that, that's Travis's wow. wife. So Not creepy at all how much she <laughs> got all the She time. got super uncomfortable that, even in New Jersey right now. Me constantly badgering Ed for his wife to become my text buddy yeah. thinks that you, the way no. you why, talk about Travis's Ed, wife is why are creepy. you reluctant to make that happen? I'm not even sure what's happening right now. But it's... it's I would say the fact that I'm sitting in a bathroom right now makes it everything around me should seem we, normal. Should we make it back to West Chandler and why he yeah. had jersey? Let, no, we, yeah, we go back to Danny LaRusso well, and why he had spindly was legs. The only protagonist in movie history that you were rooting to get his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, still am. You, you totally, wanted totally Johnny Warrens to break his leg. Also, why was he forty? Yeah. And that relationship with Mr. Miyagi was awkward. Little awkward. Like, no, Mrs. Awkward. LaRusso was not doing no. her job. She should have asked a lot of questions. Like, hey, you got a car for nothing? Hey, come yeah. on. Daniel. Daniel. It's okay. Yeah. Daniel, tell me. Daniel. Tell me. What's I'm this? not going to judge you. What's up with these bonsai trees? What, what's going on with you guys? Yeah. I need to. And how, no how, many, how many cross-country moves do you know are managed by a restaurateur saying the restaurant management needs to move across the country from the seat caucus. I feel like Mrs. LaRusso made a lot of bad decisions in her life. They, See, like, moving to Reseda was moving among to Reseda the top. with her kid and getting yeah. a bicycle to go to school. Make a walk. That's much less embarrassing. And then the fact that a she's, weird bike she's too. working in that restaurant and she's infatuated <laughs> with palm trees. There's just so but, many things that But are if Allie with an eye's parents didn't want her... Uh, cavorting with people from the valley, yeah, maybe yeah. she should have sent her to a private school. Right. Like, Crespi. <laughs> I think, and this might be foreshadowing to it. This might be foreshadowing to a topic in the future, but I think 90210's Dylan at 36 years old playing a high schooler was like, dude, who believe would believe Ralph Macchio Whoa. was a teenager? You're forgetting Steve Sanders. Steve I, Sanders had a receding I, perm. I, he was right, I think you should move forward with the subject. Junior we got, year. We got lots of 9210 coming up. I, yeah. feel, I feel like we're missing an important part of this Karate Kid conversation. And yeah. that's, let's fast forward to Karate Kid 3 with Terry Silver. No, no, <laughs> nobody saw Karate Kid 3. Wait a minute. What, what about Mike Barnes' Who saw Karate's it, Bad Boy? Ed, are you with me on this one? Yeah, what? it is. Karate's bad boy, Mike Barnes? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so you'll understand. So, Karate Kid 3 with Terry Silver, where Sensei John Kreese is disgraced. And so, his buddy Terry Silver is going to save him. And they're going to go back and they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna dethrone Daniel LaRusso. Was Machio in this? Oh, yeah, of course. He was in oh, three? Yes. This was right before yeah. Hillary Swank stepped in. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought she was in three. No, she's in four. That, I thought that fella was four? in... I no. thought that fella, Hank Swank, we're, we're, was in... We're getting off the, the uh, important yeah, topic. Travis, is, Travis is on point right here. We're still in the middle of round three. He's in go the on. zone. Let him go. Yeah, Let okay. him go. Okay. So what we're missing out on is the young lady in Karate Kid 3, kind of a fan. A little bit of red hair, little broad, little she bit... Was, she was the star of Not Quite Human on right. the channel. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck are yeah. you guys talking about? No, no, yeah. no, no, I'm a big, big fan. Not Quite Human? What? I mean, no idea what this is. Ed, what's her name? I, I, it's Not Quite Human. She was system. the female star. I don't, I don't know what it is, three. but what Travis is on to something. I, I, I so hear what he's saying. I'm just saying that I feel like she was an underappreciated asset in the Karate Kid trilogy. That's your point? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. All right, well, the wheels, about, the wheels oh, have come off in a big way. Robin Lively is her name. Yes, I like I, her. I need to steal from Randy. By the way, sister of Jason Lively from 
European vacation rusty Jason oh. Lively. Wow. And, when, and when he gets Blake, that, that Blake Lively, oh the German girl on the bell tower, and he's like, so, and they're bringing the bell. They only bring that when they're going to hang somebody. Oh, she yeah. was, she was, and wild. Blake and, Lively's sister. <laughs> and we've she, got, we've got a, a, a Hollywood royalty. Blake Lively and Jason Lively and Robin Lively. That's that's Hollywood royalty. They're all yep. sisters. They're they're all they're all siblings? related. Jason, you're, or, or, like, Brian, you're looking at her picture. What do you think? She's. I'm a fan. She. Yeah. I didn't realize she was the girl in Wildcats, of whom I am a big Wildcats fan. Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. It's yeah. the sport of kings. Better than Diamond Ring. They showed her titties in the back. Worst yeah. naked scene. It's like like I'm 14. I'm like maybe they're gonna show somebody naked. Maybe yeah. Wildcats. Yeah, it's Hunt. like Goldie Hawn. You're like, ooh, that's yeah. super yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Let me and, hold on a sec. We're, we're, and when when Wesley Snipes. Took down what was essentially Mama from What's Happening. <laughs> Wildcats. <laughs> he goes. Wesley oh, Snipes Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like. I, I like. So was Woody Harrelson. And ch- how about Cherulo, who used to hit things oh, with his head? Yeah. He farted and headbutted uh, lockers. By That's the way, if there's did. a better character name in movie history than Cherulo, okay. I don't know what it is. Back yeah. to That's what. It. Back to the water. draft. <laughs> Yeah, right. Brian's got to keep us on I, point. I, I feel like we've digressed. We're not – we're going to have a hard time getting through yeah, all of these rounds. We're still in the middle of the third round. Holy we're cow. still Ooh. selecting our athlete. Who have the choices been so far? I need to make sure I don't To recap, out. in the third Brian's round, the, first pick. So the professional athlete you feel has the highest likelihood of being arrested during a vice raid at gay bathhouses, Jerry Rice off the board for obvious reasons. <laughs> Ed took Charles Haley in the first round. It's been all NFL so far. I took active player Antonio Gates, who rocks an ascot. The the selection is to Jason Stewart. Jason, who do you have as your gay bathhouse athlete? I'm going to go – obviously, I'm going with an original thought here because you guys have both chosen NFL guys, particularly NFL uh, African-American guys. But um, Whoa. Maybe you guys haven't thought Didn't about need this. need to go there. And again, I'm having a pretty good draft here because I think I feel I've gotten a steal here. Three. Um, Ronaldo. That's all I have. To, one word. Ronaldo. Is that a soccer player? Yeah. If you have a one-word name, there's there's probably 50-50. <laughs> here's the thing. If you play soccer, it's sort of expected that you're just a little... Little yeah. bit gay, right? Are we talking shock factor when the arrest happens? Is it like no, or is it just like meh? I guess that I guess that's sort of the chalk. Like if you yeah. hear, oh, you're like Ronaldo arrested, of course, at a, yeah. you know, where, where all the women are transsexual down there, anyways. You know, yeah, it's, I don't if you if you yeah. eat your corner of the cob the long way, you're probably a soccer. Player. I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think yeah, <laughs> a good barometer is as soon as a consumer reads professional athlete caught in gay. <laughs> Uh, sing. You, you're like they're, tennis. they're all thinking Ronaldo's off the board because this isn't news. But, hold That's on a right. second. Let me uh, allow me to give some pause. Wait, is this is this Ronaldo or Cristiano Ronaldo? Both or Messi? Both, both in point. Is he so, also Messi? Messi's super weak. So yeah, yeah. he's tiny. Super yeah. messy. Yeah. yeah. Over the over the next. Messi's also messy. <laughs> over the next six to eight weeks, gentlemen, you guys are gonna be so. Overwhelmed with World Cup and Ronaldo. Is that happening? He's already do, he's already doing picture. He's already doing commercials with Pele. No, he doesn't still play. Oh yeah, no, he, he does. He's on the biggest team in the world. And my thing with Ronaldo is the, this. the LA Galaxy. The Galaxy? <laughs> no, come on, guys. We're talking what Real Madrid, which 
you guys couldn't understand the worldwide appeal of this guy. Right. And, and this is my point with Ronaldo and why this was an easy pick for me is that he is so freaking gorgeous. Oh like God. He is so oh, wow. good looking. Oh uh, from head to toe... I'm not giving into this. No, I, I'm yeah. with him. I'm with him. Yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that he's crushed so much international tail that he's gone David this Bowie, this is the Mick Jagger. No, this no, is the no. He's a, take. No, he's yeah. on to something. He's no, on he's, something. You guys, this is your same yeah. take with Magic Johnson. Yes. He got, yeah, okay. he got, he got sick of Poon. Magic is a great example, but <laughs> Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo is a contemporary example of the guy that's crushed so much international tail... He, he, literally, he has to switch to guys. He literally has a woman in every city in the world. Yeah. That's on the He has a woman in every city, yes. He's gone Mick Jagger, David Bowie. He sexed um, those guys too, those old ladies. He's, he's just said, look, I've had so much of this. I need to see what the other part is like. He goes into a gay bathhouse yeah. or a male bathhouse, right. and he's, what, he's yeah, caught in a stingray. Right. So anyways, this stingray. is obviously why this is a yeah stingray. Yeah, caught in a yeah. stingray. <laughs> Wow. You know, you're supposed to shuffle your feet wow. when you go in the ocean. That way you don't get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's my pick. Okay, Ronaldo slash Messi slash any soccer, Dennis Bergkamp slash yeah. any Valderrama. I don't know what happened the last few minutes. Wh- like, something went horribly Wilmer wrong. Wilmer Valderrama, all those guys. <laughs> no, are, no, no, Carlos. Oh, we, Carlos Valderrama, they're all sick. Mariaga. They're all sick of getting pussy. So they're <laughs> and they're the giving guys. autographs. Yeah. Travis, yeah. the choice is yours. Who do you think that is a I, gay athlete will get caught? Or no, as an athlete, will get caught in a gay bathhouse. I don't game. know if he's going to get caught because apparently this guy's figured out how not to get caught. He's slippery. You said well, he's slippery. He's slippery. He's smart. He's, he's wet. smart. And I, yeah. I, I subscribe to Jason's theory. In greasy? Fact, is it a little he, bit greasy? No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Jason and I are coming at this from the very same. I know. Place. I've, I've heard. I've heard you both have this take my, before. My choice is th- this. This man has chosen to go in there out of boredom more than anything else. Yeah. It's like there's you know I've, he's done with boom. Oh. There's there's nothing left to do. David Beckham. There's nothing else I can. Okay, you know I just kind of. See what's going on in there. Yeah. You know, there might be something else that I want to do. I just want to try something new. Plus, New York City, kind of a progressive city. There's a lot of oh, things going geez. on in there. And, I you know, see where you're going. Plus, Bernie Williams would know where to tell him to go. <laughs> He's a guitar player. So I'm gonna Classical choose, guitar. I'm going to choose Derek Jeter. And yeah. it, it would be it would be a landslide upset. Wow. I understand. This is this is a I this like is it. a a draft bust or a home run. Whoa. This is a draft Swinging bust for the fences. Or a home run, but I'm going to go Derek Jeter for no other reason than I think there's just very little left for him to try. Unbelievable. I, I didn't see I agree. it coming. Nobody <laughs> saw it. Derek and Jeter. Plus, and plus, everybody gets busted once. Yeah, that's Nobody true. Gets out, yeah, nobody gets out free. He hasn't had any. Nobody I mean, gets out free. You, you'd that's think bust, that giving multiple Hollywood actresses herpes would, <laughs> allegedly... Gift basket. Allegedly, you might take some heat for that, but maybe it will be the gay bathhouse that brings Derek Jeter down. An absolutely unexpected pick from Travis Rogers, who knows how to go off the board and find value. Solid. You guys ready? It's the fourth round. I like that. This this is a tough. I've actually. I'll just go get a little behind the scenes. The first time I ever met Jason Stewart. I shook his hand. I said, Jason, nice to meet you. And on he, a golf course, a recent golf course. On a golf course. Local. I said, Jason, nice to meet you. I shook his hand and he said, so tell me, Brian, what kind of porn are you into? 
And it's the reason the internet exists. Yeah, it's boy. all men. No, <laughs> all gambling with something else. All, it's all men are into it, whether they say so or not. It's 80% of searches on the internet. Of course, I'm talking about pornography. We're selecting in the fourth round pornography genres that belong to you. Anyone else wants to use this kind of pornography, they have to ask you. You own it. It's yours to have forever. It belongs to you. And the first pick is mine. And it's an easy pick. I have, as you guys all know, very discerning tastes. (laughs) What's Why is Travis laughing? (laughs) Discerning? Several reasons. Yes. So I select couples porn. Also, sometimes what? referred to as sensual porn or glamcore. Really? What's the core stand for? I don't know. This genre usually emanates from Russia. <laughs> Not the emanates from Russia. What's glamcore does. Corruption and nickel mines. There's very, very few butchered fake breasts. The girls don't over-emote like they're trying to do a good job for their stepdad, like the <laughs> typical American <laughs> porno trollop. The broads aren't getting jackhammered like a mile of bad road. If you and your lady friend want to spice things up, it's sometimes pal- It's something that she can palate as well. It's one of the things she can palate. <laughs> it's a classier genre of porno for a classier type of gentleman like myself. For the first selection of the fourth round, Brian Beckner selects couples porn. So this is this is porn that obviously is is made for the couples to enjoy together. Like you guys are sitting yes. in a bed yeah. spooning and you put on couples porn and it eventually turns into something else. I don't like the you guys. I don't like to take this on to personify it as something that I do personally. I enjoy it. I enjoy it by myself. I'm by myself a lot. And when I'm by myself, I like to watch couples couples porn. porn. And from now on, no one can watch couples porn unless they ask me. I like to watch reruns of The Office. (laughs) Right. Well, you you can select that. Uh, Because it's time for the second pick in the fourth round. It's to Jason Stewart. Jason Stewart, who I don't know if he watches pornography. I mean, most guys do. But we can ask him, Jason. You have the selection, genre of pornography you would like to have for your own. I know this category was created for me, and I, I hope I don't disappoint. That's not true. Because as you guys know, you know, if we took that, that conversation on the golf course a little bit further, we got into what I'm into, <laughs> and I'm hoping it's chosen at some point. But I've, once I saw this category, I'm like, man, this is a great, a great chance for me to voice my... My creative opinion. So, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the action flicks in 2013 that just fell on its face, and it starred uh, the the star from Sons of Anarchy. What's the the um, the blonde haired guy's name? Charlie Hunnam. Charlie something. You got it. How did I know that? So this is my category, and allow me to expound on this. Okay. Uh, and maybe after the round is done, I could tell you what I would have chosen, having given uh, this uh, this well, pick. Just choose. Charlie Hunnam starred in a movie, and I think this is a great potential porno genre. Like you would go to a 
you would go into the back room, you would go behind that humiliating, like, little, uh, what do you call that? Just little fence area, and you'd be like, where is your Pacific Rim? (laughs) And and it's such a double... I don't think that's how they categorize it. I feel like somebody just stole Travis Rogers' category. So so Pacific Rim and... Asian porn. It doesn't leave a lot to... Yeah, it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination, but it is specific in that it's Pacific and that it's Asian. Yes, and then it's it's solely what, it's solely rim jobs. What? <laughs> which as as a guy in, the, it, in this room is that real? Yeah. No. What? Yeah. What? In this room, I don't know a guy to their name that doesn't enjoy that. Now you can, Whoa! you can deny it publicly. In this room? You can deny it on a podcast. There's only three of us in here. I know Ed Daly's sitting on a throne right now in the bathroom thinking, no, that's not me, but we all enjoy Asian rim jobs. I, I feel like that Pacific, first of all, I don't know if that's real. I'm Pacific not saying rim. that I enjoy that. I'm saying I've never experienced that. I mean, my pro- like, truth be told, I'm sure anybody, anybody would probably enjoy it, but it doesn't sound like something that's ever happened to me. I don't, I feel like Pacific Rim, first of all. New Zealand's in the Pacific. Jason going on, isn't, Jason going deep on the porno genre. Didn't realize it was a thing. Also, what about the Aleutian Islands? Yeah, that's well, Pacific. It is. It uh, is. They got a lot of words for snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what Jason talked about. Is Ed Daly a Pacific Rim guy? He. Like, come on. I feel like Jason didn't select Asian porn. He selected a, a subgenre right. of Asian yeah. porn. Well, that I didn't know like it was the, a thing. You, you you mouse over categories yeah. and the thing drops. Oh, away. I didn't know. Yeah. And then you I, go to whatever yeah. you want. And then like I feel like what Jason would drop down, and then there'd be a lot of other. Yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like. <laughs> Uh, but, well, that, that's, that, that's when you double click on Wikipedia and you get like way down the rabbit hole. Yeah, right. Subgenre. Yeah. yeah, subreddits. Well, that, that that brings us to Travis Rogers. I feel like Pacific Rim was certainly not on your big boy. No, no. Trav, tra, tell us, do you have a genre of porn that you would like to select for your own? Well, I, I, I may have misunderstood the question, quite frankly. <laughs> Um, I didn't know there was something that I exclusively took ownership of because I don't want ownership of this. You're drafting it. Well, okay, but maybe I, I, there exists a draft and trade. Yeah, okay. Okay, because there are people that are into this. And when I moved to Texas, there were people that introduced me to this. That's and, not, was it not on a golf course? Because no, well, I was it was weird. I mean, it, was, it, was, it was from a person that I really liked, actually. It's kind of funny. It was, it was an introduction that was more along the lines of, hey, dude, you ever seen this? Which is always a really yeah, super creepy. it's a little weird. It's yeah. super creepy. Yeah. So anyway, and, and look, I'm I'm an open-minded guy. I'm not here to judge anybody. And what you like, if you like it, you like it. Yeah. And that's good enough for me. As long as everybody that's participating is down, <laughs> totally good with me. Right. right. Nobody's being coerced. Well, there's a thing that is on the internet that is about dragons. What? What? And cars. What? And it's dragons and cars together, and the dragons and cars are doing stuff. And more to the point, the what? dragons are doing the stuff, and the cars are having the stuff done to it. And 
that exists as a thing in the world. What? First of all, that's a cop-out answer. Yeah. But I understand. How is that? Dragons and cars is not a thing. No, no, it's a thing. You got a computer in front of you. It's a thing. It's what you're saying is that dragons have sex with cars. I'm saying that there are dragons and cars, and there are pictures of dragons and cars that are very unpleasant to look at. Just saying. So this is like Daenerys Stormborn. Wow, wow. Daenerys Targaryen. Daenerys Targaryen meets the Fast and the Furious. Didn't know that existed until I lived in Texas. Not sure about that pick. Not sure anybody Google, had Google dragons and cars because no no one has ever heard of that except for people in Texas apparently. <laughs> Ed, I feel like, Ed, you and I have had discussions don't actually, actually don't. <laughs> discussions of pornography before. I know what you're into or and I know what you like to avoid. Ed, tell me what is your selection for pornography genres? Well, I'd say my my go-to thing is – well, I'm into Ebony, but the problem with Yo, going like into – The problem with going to Ebony is one of two options. <laughs> one looks like the obese D from What's Happening, and yeah. the other option is seeing a giant black cock, which <laughs> is equally disheartening. Yeah. Like – Either way, you're bummed out. Like, you're either getting, like, a schlubby black woman or you're getting a virile black dick. So I would say for some strange reason, I like the fake real estate investor porn where (laughs) they're just like, hey, can I show you the kitchen? They're like, all right, here, here we go. And then backdoor top shelf, we're we're seeing some serious action, but – that that's there's no there's no genre of fake real estate investor point. Well, oh, it actually is. might be called fake agent. There there's fake actual agent. Ge- oh. feels like more of a casting couch genre. Oh, wow, yeah, casting couch. I know. Well, you're you're she's there to get a job in porn, and she has to audition. She's trying but her best, like her like very best. Fucking the guy. Well, quite frankly, that audition seems like it would be part. Look, if you're going to sell toothpaste. They want you to smile in the camera. If you're going to do that, they're going to want you to do that. Right. Yes. Right. Right. I've yes. often thought about this. Like, this uh, is, there's a surprise. Yeah, this is something yeah. that I've thought about putting out on Twitter. Like, what is the the most common in the history of porn? So go back 40 years. What's the most common thing said after a porn scene? And I think the most common thing ever. Your drugs said, are in the corner. That's not bad. <laughs> I think the, I think the best I think is, the most common thing said is, is your dad going to pick you up. So did I get the job? Wow! Well, along those lines, let's move on to the next topic. Did you Google dragons and cars? I did. That was I'm so off the wall. Still I'm... not quite sure because what, 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 what you said. Would come up, did come up. It's like drawings. Because they they can't find actual dragons to do that? (laughs) I guess. Well, you know, dragons are reluctant to be uh, drug abusers. Super weird. Uh, Let's let's get off. That was a little sketchy. I'm a little unnerved by all that Pacific Rim. What the fuck is it? I'm going to have to Google that next. Uh, this this is along those lines. We all grew up. We're all about the same age. 
we all have the same cultural references, and for that reason, I would like all of us for round number five to pick a television mom that you would like to have sex with. Remember, she then belongs to you exclusively for sexual pleasure, so if you pick Maggie Seaver, assuming you can stomach the perm activator stench, (laughs) she's yours to sex for life, and... Only Jason Seaver can only have sex with her if you allow it. So there's some there's some play in there. There could be a denial. You know, you could take Mrs. Roper. Oh no! You know, you could no. do whatever you want. Although Mrs. Hey, Roper seems underserved, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she had some cool dresses. Um, let's so the, Mrs. Roper was great. The choice coming off of Pacific Rim, I can only imagine which direction this person's going to yeah. go. The selection is to Jason Stewart. Jason. Who do you like in the TV moms you'd like to bang draft? It's unbelievable that I get the first pick in this in this category. I had four legitimate picks laid out. Um, man, I can't believe I get the first pick in this. So, you know, it's just so obvious. I hate to even say it because she's so voluptuous and so freaking hot. Why would you hate to say it about Don't, don't say I can't Sophia I can't not say this. If it's Sophia for Vergara, I'm going to no, ask you. No, I I have many reasons for this and I wish I could name the other two and hopefully the other two are named so I can weigh in on it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have to go don't Joan Harris. Uh, anyone know who Joan Harris is? No. Sure. Oh. Madman. Madman. It's uh, she's Chris, not, oh, she is a okay. mom. She Christina is a mom. Hendricks yeah. is a single mom. Yeah. And Mad Men. Those are big. <laughs> she's got a big ass, too, though. I, I, I've come amazing. around on her. Red, yeah. red hair and pretty big. Yeah. It's all, it's all really curvy. And for you, you know, listeners that don't know Mad Men, which I'm not sure why you're on, not on that, but Christina Hendricks, Google image her. It's, a, it's like a no-brainer no, number one. This is like the... You know, this is the Peyton Manning of, of this draft. I, I can't not pick pick her. Christina Hendricks as Joan Harris on Mad Men. It's, it's obvious. Excellent I pick. Uh, I have to admit, a lot of people forget that she is a mother. She had Roger Sterling's baby. and Super pretend- dirty back in the 60s. Yeah. Pretended, yeah, super dirty. Pretended yeah. it was that other guy's baby. Right. A veteran. A ve- <laughs> yeah. That a, makes a, it less dirty because he served the country. Guy serving in Nam. Yeah. Uh, definitely and sleeper pick, but also a very obvious pick. Excellent job, Jason. Much better than Pacific Rim. I can't even believe that's a thing. <laughs> Joan Harris, Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, goes to Jason Stewart with the, with the first pick in the fifth round. Second pick in the fifth round, Travis Rogers. Which TV mom would you like to bang? I don't... Again, I'd like to qualify the question. I feel like I misunderstood the question. This is not really like what you asked me, although oh. that's part of it. Yeah. I'm going to select Marion Cunningham. Oh, great pick. Wow. Great and, pick. And, and here's why. Yes. I feel like Mrs. C understands me. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> she cooks. Which is very important to me. Yes, absolutely. Very important to me. Got a little bit of red hair, which kind of I like that. Yeah, that's your thing. I, I definitely really like that. I like it. Okay. I like it. But what what is she doing raising Joni? Joni, yeah, Joni was fucked. Well, hold on. Also, part, part part of the deal. Is how about that? We, we're gonna have we're gonna sell Joni to the gypsies. How about them throwing Chuck out of the house after <laughs> so season one for, just so for being a baby in Milwaukee? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I see. I feel like Mr. C, you know, wasn't paying enough attention to her. I feel like he was uh, underserving her. And he, was, she, he was selling those glad bags on the side. Well, no, he, he, had was, a, he was dealing with nuts and bolts. Yeah. Yeah. He had a Cunningham Cunningham's right there in Milwaukee. Yeah. And I feel like she might have had some things that she wanted to try that really Mr. C. Howard wasn't oh, down yes. with. Yes. So yeah. I feel like she was, she was a little randy. So she, she's, she's underserved. Yeah. She's yeah. very Mr. Mrs. C is underserved. You could you could come in and so save the day. She was very very uh, willing to take care of Howard, willing to take care of Joni and and Richie and, and Chuck until they sold him away. I, all of those yeah. things and, and and there's a lot of things. Plus, it's Milwaukee in the 1950s, so there's nowhere she can go, which means that I got that blocked down. Right. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I like that a lot. And she she I feel like Marion would be attentive to my needs. Which is important. Oh, definitely, yeah. She, so I choose Mary. She would be the grateful type. Yeah. Absolutely, definitely. Right. Uh, hey, and by the way, it, it, Marion kept it pretty firm. Not bad, she not did. bad. She did. Yeah. She, she worked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah she, I like Marion. She kept it together. I'm on board. Excellent yeah. choice. Next selection, Ed Daly, which TV mom would you like to bang? Go ahead. All right. First of all, would you guys think less of me if you no. knew a uh, few minutes before the podcast, I Googled Charles in Charge, Nicole Eggert, Pregnancy Scare <laughs> storylines. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Like, I, I just wanted to know. Like, I just wanted to know my bases. There no, may but be another if I had a first choice. What? We, do not, no. we do not think less of you. I better have a better pick than you than that. I don't have anyone back up. First choice, and I, I've got this one on lockdown. Samantha Stevens, Bewitched. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Montgomery. Wow. Hot. Wow. Hot. And you can put this in quotes. Free spirit. Wow. And she could, she could do everything. She could change costumes. She could make Santa Claus watch and applaud while you're having sex. Like, she... She had all kinds of shit going on. What about what about when that that sister or cousin of hers would show up? That was her identical um, twin, Endora. Yeah, well, like yeah. Esmeralda or whatever, yeah, whatever she was. But but and both of the Darren Stevens, both of them. There's no way they were giving the goods. So like you know the the bar was set real low. So I'm on board with Samantha Stevens. She can give you I freaky like shit. And there's nobody going to set the bar higher than you. So, J.R. <laughs> Ewing was a Darren, right? No. Larry no, 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 no. That's, 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 uh, that's I Dream of Genie. Oh, shit. I, I missed the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, move on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> the selection is mine. And I'm going to go with the godmother of television mothers. Jim Cleaver. Good. Oh, no, that'd be a good one. But no. I'm talking about... Mrs. Brady. Mother of Little Ricky. What? Oh, wow, Jerry Brady. Yeah. Fireball. Also a redhead. A little... Excellent. She smoked cigarettes. <laughs> she was a little crazy. Very tolerant. Really, really hot back in the day. She's into Latino guys like myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're 164th Mayan. Yeah, I'm... Border Guatemala. Close. Hey, what's up, Kate? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Lucy Ricardo is my deal all the way. I pick her. I feel like she does 
all the stuff. Ethel Mertz. Yeah, they swung for sure. <laughs> right. They definitely. Fred, who got Juju Fred? By the way, Ricky's Fred, a good pull. Fred loved his naps. But yeah. no, Fred it, loved it, a good nap, the, so Ricky there's definitely Apple, ways to fuck. Yeah. That's a good win for him if, if, oh, if yeah. Lucy pulls Fred. Hey, hey, maybe, maybe Ricky likes to watch. You know, you never know. <laughs> Either way, not a bad deal. Maybe, maybe Lucy and F will do some stuff. Who knows? It was the 50s. That's highly unlikely. I got Lucy Ricardo as my selection so, of TV mom. Is that two women in the 50s? Three. Yes. Because Marion Cunningham set in the she, 50s. Yeah, it was and made in the 70s. Joan Harris was yeah, early 60s. 60s. Yeah. So the, the okay. whole thing about Lucy, did you guys ever see that one I Love Lucy? <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> when Lucy what? did something without Ricky's permission. <laughs> Well, they needed permission. Yeah. Back then. When, when Lucy did something without Ricky's permission, did you ever see that one? So, <laughs> how was about, it after the one where they almost got off the island, but Gilligan screwed it up? How about that time when Ricky told her specifically not to do something, and then she went and did it anyway? Right. That that was that was really like, messed I up. I like the pick of Lucy, although Ethel's a. I like the red hair on Lucy, although Ethel. Yeah. She's thick. Yeah. You know, she had a thing. Yeah. She had a, a, a kind of dugger. Kind of dugger. Yeah, Fred, Fred knew what was up. Uh, did he? No. <laughs> yeah, he did. They'd go on family vacations, couples vacations. Fred was clearly fourth in that, that four-headed yeah. monster. They did, they did all sorts of different um, couples activities, which may or may not have included swapping. Who knows? Fred's the winner in that, and everybody <laughs> gets Fred's the loser. For yeah. sure. Fred, Fred never, <laughs> never swapped down. On to round. He never took on losers. No, that's he for sure. He just had uh, Ethel in various poses. Lucy's like, no way. On to round six. Hey, guys. That concludes part one of the Baller Lifestyle podcast, Draft Stravaganza. Uh, Check back for part two, either on the website or on iTunes. Find out which game show host can kick the most ass against other game show hosts. Which fictional athlete is going to get their Achilles tendon exploded first. All sorts of good questions still yet to come, yet to be answered. Please come back, join us, subscribe, rate, review. Quit being so selfish. Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Download part two. Later. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter. And you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. You know when you order a new video game or a golf club or a blender and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. 
Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.